Let's do it. Welcome back to the Stars Made Me Do It. Here we are with another Venus episode. We are here to talk about Virgo Venus. So happy Virgo season. And what's up, Virgo Venuses, or anybody who's interested in learning a bit more (laughs) about Virgo Venus? Trying to love a Virgo Venus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How to understand them. When you've got all of us here this time, you've got the firestorm. And as always, don't forget to follow us over online on Instagram at the stars made me podcast. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. And what's up to all our new patrons. Love having you over there. Love chatting with you on discord. Love talking about all the things Love sending ridiculous gif, gif, whatever, back and forth about all the things (laughs) as we were doing this morning. So yeah, check us out on Patreon. It's a great time. And yeah, check us out on Instagram. And TikTok, the stars made me podcast. Yes, yes. And threads. Oh, so many socials. (laughs) Oh, threads. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't know. Super. (laughs) Threads is it's only available in the United States right now, or at least in North America. And I'm the only one who like permanently lives here, but I'm the least qualified to be the one handling threads. So I'm ready for when it comes to France. (laughs) I know I'm ready for when it comes to France. Like little stupid like quips to say astrologically and just plop it out there with yeah, I'm ready. But yeah, not I should see if I can get it in Canada. You should. Yeah, you should. Uh, anyway how do you guys feel about virgo season you know i love a good virgo season because i just love a good back to school moment regardless if i'm a teacher anymore or not or a student anymore (laughs) love a good back to school moment that was the best time of year it's like i i know that oh my god i told that to my husband and he like looked at me like i was a complete lunatic he's like are you kidding me that was the best time of year for you like he did not agree I love (laughs) back to school time when like oh my god notebooks and pencils and all the back to school shopping but also like it's such a fresh start moment and Virgo's such like get your button gear Mm. energy but in an enthusiastic way because it's like oh hey we have this new thing starting and we want to be prepared for it and we get fresh things and we get to get ourselves organized and so I love that part of it and I'm like embracing the Virgo oh, yeah. being in my ninth house energy, which is also very schooly. So yeah, I'm I'm always mm. here for Virgo energy. Yes. Oh, that's so true. It is in your ninth house. You know, that's such a perfect like because it's not when you go back to school, but it is when you're preparing to go back to school. And that is so on point for for Virgo is like get all your ducks in a row. It was always when I went back to school. Like immediately, it's the end of August. That's when I went back to school. I was always the last week of August was my first week of school. So it was literally like Virgo season the minute that it hit it. I was back to school. It's different per state, though. So maybe like it is. It is. If uh, if that was the case for me, because I was thinking Libra would be great for actually getting back to school because, you know, that first month of school is really just about fashion. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I I remember suffering through like it being so I mean, I grew up in Maryland. It was just like humidity, heat in like late Mm. August, September. And I just would suffer through wearing the fall clothing because I wanted to so freaking badly. (laughs) And it's like, Sierra, like you're going in the pool after school. Like, come on. (laughs) but i still really wanted (laughs) in san francisco it's like layers get all the layers show off all the different layers of your outfit it's perfect Mm. and i was in an arts high school so everyone was expressing themselves on high (laughs) that's so true how do you feel about virgo season mini 
I'm trying to think about it and I don't know how I feel about it. I like, I don't have any positive or negative memories associated with it besides like, yes, back to school was a vibe, but now I'm thinking as an adult, I'm excited to see what turns up. Like I I don't have any feelings about it quite yet. Mm. What about you? Well, I feel like last year when we recorded Virgo Mercury, I was like, ah, Virgo season, I don't like it. But this year I'm kind of just like excited about it to get back. I'm such a routine person. So I'm mm. just like, get me back in my routine, going to school, going to work, doing all the things. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Just take like be back in my home, doing my things, how I want to do it, when I want to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel and I feel like yeah. so many people, not everybody, but so many people have this feeling of comfort when it comes to routine and schedule because that is so much of how like society childhood just groomed us in so many ways so there's something familiar about like okay let's get everything ready for this next chapter for this next school year for this next you know whatever it is it is so Virgo and it's, it's comforting. And this is just, I mean, all of my placements with all my earth and all my mutable, I just, I love a good, like, let's get some structure in place, but also you don't know what's going to happen. You're like, Oh my God, meeting your teacher for the first time. Like, even if you know your teacher's name, you don't really know who it is yet. You don't know how it's going to be finding out. Like there's little surprises in that energy. And I feel like that's like, I don't know, in Virgo season, I feel the, the little like, Oh, Oh, okay. Like this is happening now. And I, yeah, I, yeah, collecting of all the new information. And it's the end of a, it's such, I feel it's such end of summer into fall energy. Like it is such totally. a mutable placement. Transition. transition, exactly. It really is. It's, it's still warm. We've still got our summer activities. I'm thinking like there was always like Labor Day weekend or whatever that is in the US where everybody's having their last minute barbecues, you know, but we're getting yeah. into routine. Yes. Yeah. The routine aspect I am looking forward to. I think that's been a huge theme for me this year. And like, yeah, getting back into gear and kind of that purity sense of like, all right, let's get back into Mm. healthy habits. Let's take care of ourselves. Let's do what feels good for us. That's very, and also like just talking about Venus and Virgo, I think that's even going to come up a lot more for this episode. Yes. Yes. So just a reminder, Virgo is mutable and it is earth. And then Venus is dealing with issues or themes of relationships or finances self-worth aesthetic uh harmony how we how we seek harmony values values venus values hell yeah yeah so what were what were some of your like immediate thoughts when you when you see a venus and virgo placement what are your immediate thoughts <laughs> my immediate thoughts are this person will never kiss someone with bad breath <laughs> like <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, is the <laughs> bed made? Correct. Is the bed made? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, <laughs> all I think is acts of service. Mm. Acts of service, acts of service, language, acts of service. Yeah. Like, oh my God, 100%. Yeah, I totally agree. I think one thing like Venus and Virgo, y'all can be nitpicky. And I think like, instead of trying to hide from that, like, own it and be like I have standards these are my standards so if you don't meet x y and z then it's not going to work but at the same time the lesson for Venus and Virgo is like are you being criticized you know are you being too critical of other people or being too critical of yourself because Venus does deal with like your self-worth this is definitely a placement for perfectionism um, imposter syndrome feeling like you're not 
good enough, clean enough, whatever, like skilled enough, all these things. So it's a real like finding the balance of what is an attainable and sustainable sense of purity in your body and in your self-worth. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's an important topic because I, about like critiquing, because I know when I personally am critiquing people, it's because I critique myself so strong. Mm -hmm. So I think that that Virgo Venus, they're self-critiquing. So that's why they're critiquing other people because it's like, oh, I hold myself to such a high standard. I need to hold everyone else too. Or why don't you hold yourself to that? And they try and like hide their flaws as much as possible. Like that's just Virgo as an archetype. Like we can't have flaws because we have to be the most pure and most like, there's a different word pure like perfect as possible and when somebody else shows their imperfections it's kind of cringy because virgo saying aren't we trying not to do that aren't we all trying to like hide the imperfections and and decrease our flaws yeah 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 it's so it's so interesting to see that like that critical piece from both sides of venus I like somebody with that Virgo Venus, either I see it often as like, oh my gosh, they eat their cereal wrong. This relationship will never work. Like that's like the extreme. Yeah, the little you know, things. <laughs> it is the little things. But then there's the other side of it of, you know, coming from a, I do this thing wrong. I could never be loved in that mm-hmm. way. Like it really does come with, you know, both sides of that spectrum of what I'm seeking in other people. Cause I always think of Venus, you know, like with that, you know, bringing in part of your love language and love language is how you give and receive. And so thinking of being Mm -hmm. so critical on other people, but absolutely being so critical on yourself. And this is what this person might be thinking, but it is the little things for Virgo Venus. I feel like they are, oh my God, they would be great gift givers in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. They would just daily gift givers. They would remember the little things like acts of service, obviously, of course, like they just exist in that state because that is the Virgo archetype, you know, but I can Mm -hmm. so see them noticing the little thing, remembering the little thing you said. And then when they see it and it meets those, you know, qualities, characteristics of what you said, being like, ah, this is what that person wanted. And here we go. It fits them perfectly because they see how those little puzzle pieces fit together. And that is, yeah, that's yeah, like all the minute details. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And with gift giving, I don't even see it for like holidays. They just like get it because they knew you wanted it. I went to this farmer's market and I saw this and I thought you would love it. Mm -hmm. That's like Virgo Venus right there. (laughs) That's it. And going back to like the love language. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And going back to like the imperfection side of things, I think because Venus is so analytical and so data driven, they like almost there's the potential to not be emotionally involved when they are imperfect and they're just telling themselves the fact like and there can be kind of this mental narrative of like oh I didn't do this well enough and this is the data that's going to help me improve on this but over time then the emotions come and they can feel like that sense of disappointment within themselves kind of thing and Mm. like because they're so data driven they've removed the emotion from it for a, a little while and then it's sort of like torpedoes into something emotional all of a sudden and I think also we should say like you're this episode like you're gonna hear some more difficult aspects to this Venus placement because and we'll get to it Venus is in fall so this isn't the most pleasant placement for Venus 
But that doesn't mean that if you have Venus and Virgo, you're not going to ever find love or that you're always going to be a perfectionist and you're always going to feel like a failure. These are like challenges to overcome. And exactly. yeah, I guess that's just like, or that you're hard to that love. you're going to find. You're not hard to love. Yeah. Yeah. You're not hard to love at all. No. Yeah. That's something I would like... love a Virgo <laughs> Venus person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And it depends about on everything. finding the other the other side of the coin for that because I think about how my partner has his Venus. I know it's not Virgo, but it's the Moon and Venus, and it is such acts of service and and little things every day, like routine things every day. And for me, as an Aries, it really complements my need to feel taken care of. Like it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I know that's not like a typical Aries, but like in an ego way, it's very Aries. Like, yes, yeah. serve me. Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> but um, because Aries typically doesn't want to be taken care of, but like that Venus and Virgo understanding that that is the goal or that's the desire behind it. Then, you know, like what is, what is the counterpart that I'm looking for? Who's willing to receive my version, my way of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's always the perfect, combination of venus yeah. that can go together yeah or just the whole chart really not even just the venus yeah and i was thinking too for this venus season it'd be really funny to think about like what are their icks in relationships or like their red oh. flags what sierra feel- already said <laughs> yeah like right. opened yeah. with it for sure yeah i feel like venus <laughs> and virgo it's definitely like hygiene and like hygiene. did you wash your sheets yes yeah, yeah. and like I feel like Venus and Virgo is very forgiving of the big things, but it is the little things that get to them. They're like, oh, you have mommy issues. That's okay. But you didn't wash your sheets last week. Uh, We have a basket for whites and a basket for colors. We don't. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Am I calling Martha out over there with her? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm noticing I have a lot of Virgo in me lately. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Martha and I are not compatible laundry buddies. That is. I think the majority of people are not compatible with me with laundry. I'm just neurotic. You know, but that like that goes to what, you know, you guys were just saying about how like you're not hard to love and it is the little things and it does compliment, you know, because I I'm a chaotic person when it comes to cleanliness or not cleanliness, but like organization. I've, I know where everything is, but that doesn't mm. mean that somebody else could find everything. And I feel like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like having Virgo energy in my life is so welcomed because I'm like, if you put a system into mm. place for me, heck yes, I can follow that system. Asking me to put a system into place, the system's working <laughs> fine, you know? So I really yeah. feel like <laughs> that is like yeah. totally welcomed for me. And that, you know, maybe could be seen as, oh, you're a, you're you're imposing all these nitpicking blah 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 and it's like no you're mm. you're showing me a more practical way to do the thing and why not i you know it yeah it, it does complement a lot of other types of energies for sure yeah Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you're enjoying it. We wanted to take a brief pause to let you know about Patreon and what we're doing over there. Every week we release extra episodes exclusively to our patrons. We discuss the current astrology and give a weather report of what's to come. We also let loose a little and share how we've noticed the planets are affecting us more personally and globally.
If you go over to patreon.com slash the stars made me do it, you'll find that we have three affordable tiers to choose from. If you join our pop star tier for just $3, you get access to these public episodes before anybody else. Every week we release these episodes like the one you're listening to right now early. And if you join our Rockstar tier for $6, you get these episodes early as well as access to half of our bonus episodes we release every Thursday. So that means you get to hang out with the Firestorm a little bit more every other week. Lastly, if you join our Superstar tier for $9, you get the works. You get access to the early episodes as well as every week's exclusive astrological weather report. It's a great spot to share what's on your mind astrologically and have you how you've noticed the planets are showing up for you. And if you feel like you don't know enough about astrology to join, don't worry. Many of our patrons feel the same way. But joining us on Patreon, you get to learn so much more about astrology, see how it's affecting you in real time. So go check us out over at patreon.com slash the stars made me do it. I want to talk about Virgo dealing with their finances because Venus, of course, Mm. deals with finances as well. And I I see a Venus, uh, Virgo Venus, having a great spreadsheet for their finances oh yeah i do too and i remember when we were talking about exaltation and fall with venus being in fall and virgo i'm like when it comes to finances this is this is there a no fall. placement yeah. <laughs> there ain't I, no fall. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah i feel like like maybe they can get a little obsessive like a little mm. like obsessive with and me with venus or virgo on my second house i totally understand that like getting very obsessive with where Not every spending. little dollar is going yeah like being very frugal only spending on what needs mm-hmm. to be spent on but for the most part i feel like if if virgo has a goal then they can follow a system to that goal in whatever way. If the goal is to save money, they're going to do a great job with that. If their goal is to be a little looser with their money and enjoy how they spend it, as long as that's the goal and the destination for that Virgo Venus, I feel like that's a good placement. Yeah, I I think it's a great placement for money. There ain't no fall for me there. (laughs) But I I can see uh, Venus and Virgo living in a scarcity mindset Mm, which i I think for venus we want to be living more in an abundance mindset Mm, rather than a scarcity so i can see it being fall in that way yeah pleasure mindset yeah i think financially like what are we talking about are we talking about you can save money because and like you know you always have your bills really well organized and you've got like a you know everything Mm. very well accounted for then yes I would say Virgo would be great for that but when you bring in the money for pleasure like are you are you spending that money on a vacation or are you just letting it sit yeah exactly so I can see the frugal I feel like frugal is a big um Virgo Venus tendency because they have like that purity aspect and the you know is this, what is this going to serve? That classic mm. earth kind of tendency. I'm just thinking that makes me feel like Capricorn with emotions. Like this what's isn't the tangible serving. purpose. What's the tangible <laughs> purpose? Exactly. And I, yeah. I don't think that Vigo, Vigo Vernus, geez, Sierra. Virgo Vernus. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> Are you listening, Vigo? <laughs> Big fan. Imagine Vigo Mortensen is listening to this podcast. Could you imagine? I'm like, this is my new favorite name, Vigo Vernus. Vigo Vernus. Oh, I don't even know that's, what I'm. Yeah, that's to a say. great point. I feel like with <laughs> Venus, like superfluous is not a goal for them at all. Like they don't want any 
any extraneous movement. And so if they have a lot of like money going into a lot of different places, I feel like that's more stressful than if they're just very aware and very organized about this is 30% goes in savings, 30% goes in like my checking, 30% goes to my living expenses and very organized in that way. Yeah. Hmm. I could also see them being very um, charity driven, you know, Mm, uh, yeah giving their their money to oh my gosh isn't that like keanu reeves isn't Very he like generous. virgo everything and he's like constantly keanu giving... are you listening are you listening yeah. <laughs> is he a virgo Venus? I, bet you, I mean he's he's got a virgo i know that he's virgo like stellium or something like that but he is mm. one of those people who's always giving their money to charity or to helping the little person with something you know like yeah. really focusing in on on the kind of overlooked that's what I feel like Virgo Venus is great at is focusing on things that often get overlooked. And sometimes that comes across as mm. neurotic where it's like, oh my gosh, we don't care if we miss dusting that one little corner. It's like totally hidden away. But they're just but detail then, driven. They but see that, the details. Exactly. It's a skill. Exactly. Just so That's you know, the... he has a cancer Venus. Oh, okay. oh well, that also checks out with being charitable. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, but... Yeah, I, I definitely, I do want to talk about for a minute, like if you haven't listened to our, um, exaltation and fall, uh, episode, definitely listen to that too, because we kind of explain a little bit more why the reason why Venus and Virgo is considered in fall is it is the opposite of Venus and Pisces, which is considered exalted. And so we go into that a little Mm. bit more detailed over there. But like we also talked about in that episode, sometimes it's not fair to just label something like that because Martha and I and our moons over here are like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) but it's also, you know, everything else comes into play and you can, I, I think that what we can look at with Virgo, I almost said it again, Vigo Venus. I'm sorry, Virgo <laughs> Venus, is that you look at what's Venus trying to do because like who the best job position for Venus would be Pisces, according to, you know, uh, that our episode on that and go and listen over there. But Venus is about pleasure. It is about creativity. It is about, you know, the the aesthetic and the love. And then we've got Virgo that is so meticulous and detail oriented and maybe doesn't fit what we would consider as conventional creativity, conventional, you know, beauty as far as Mm. I feel like a Virgo Venus is someone who's going to go with much more of a natural look as opposed to an over the top makeup look. And that's what society Mm -hmm. has told us that is you are beautiful when you put on that winged eyeliner, you know, whereas the... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Virgo Venus is Although, going to my be God. much more. <laughs> Virgo Venus can fucking do a winged eyeliner without they even would be so good at it. The oh, they would be so good. Eyeliner. Yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good example because that you need to be so meticulous. So precise. Yeah. <laughs> and it's understated. That's- they have an understated. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like beauty, uh, appreciation for like art and creativity. I feel like minimalism is something that like mm. would be much more like Pure. the Virgo Venus style as opposed to maximalism, like your Sagittarius Venus over here. And so I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that those are things that we have learned to be conventionally uh, not in a Venus category, but they are, they're just a mm. different, it's a different side of it. And that's what we get with Virgo Venus. Yeah, it's a different expression of Venus. Exactly. Mm. 
Yeah. 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 So uh, from our buddy, Isabel M. Hickey and Astrology of Cosmic Science, not very kind, not very kind with Virgo Venus. I was reading <laughs> through and I was like, oh, dear. OK, I guess I'll mention a couple of these things because I want to talk about how they are the traditional way to look at this placement, but I didn't put everything in because I was like, this is just, we're getting a little rude here. But uh, the first thing (laughs) that (laughs) I'm bringing from this source is that to quote, has to learn to be loving. And I just, just, I find that rude. I feel like that is, I just don't think that's rude though. Like I, I feel like when you take the like personal side out of it, like, and look at it as a fact in true Virgo fashion, like it it makes sense. And like, th- it's helpful for us to be given this like direct, maybe brashly Ooh, honest Virgo information to know yeah. this is what I have to work on. So like has to learn to be loving. I feel like yes, because Virgo is quite data driven. It is quite information driven. It, it, it is cut and dry. Like it needs to be softened a little bit. And that's mm. just something that like so many humans go through in life is learning how to soften. And so if you have Virgo and Venus or Venus and Virgo, this might be a lesson for you is learning how to soften a little bit. I yeah. I really she like could have just worded it nicelier. Exactly. Nicelier. <laughs> nicelier, yeah. Uh. Uh, I think my Aries is like, yes, thank you. Give it to me the rudest way. I'll actually take it on, you know? Yeah. I think and I'm that... sure actually a Virgo would take it well. Or I really think... self-criticize themselves. Like. I know, yeah. I mean. I do think there's a different way of saying that, but I love your reframe of it because that does make a lot more sense. But just, I think, I think you can be just an innately loving person and maybe learn how to, like you said, soften, how to express that, how to be, you know, like, I don't know, lean into the mutability as opposed to the rigidity, like those type of things. But I don't think, I think that people can be innately loving and just go through that journey of expressing and learning through that. Yeah, you're right. Like they will, they can have their own innate way of loving, but maybe it's more like has to learn to be perceived as loving, you know? Yeah. Because like the way that they are, they can be loving in, in their way, but if others see it as being very black and white or hot and cold, it's like, this doesn't feel like love to me. So they have to kind of relearn how to, how to see other versions of like what it feels like to be loved. I also feel like it's kind of part of the journey of getting out of the head and into the body, which is interesting because Mm. I see Virgo as very head, but Mm. an earth sign is more kind of body. So Mm. I think it is just the transition of not being aloof and standoffish in your head because you're just thinking about all the things you should be doing for the people you love and actually just live the expression of loving, which is what, however your partner wants to receive that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it is an earth sign, like this is a sensual Venus sign. There's very much like two sides to it. There's the very like, an- like, methodic, I keep saying the word analytical, and I'm getting sick of it. But it is very <laughs> like the analytical side of it. But there is that earthy nature too, where they are in the body. Venus and Virgo, this is perfect. Like a, a yoga practice is so good for a Venus and Virgo to get into the body and to feel connected and grounded and, you know, out of the head a little bit. I mean, every like yoga teacher I know happens to be a Virgo son. So I feel like oh, Venus man. and Virgo. <laughs> yeah. And so the healing aspect of Venus, right? We we don't talk about Venus too much in like the healing and health aspect, but it is. So like and Virgo also rules health and routine. So like a healthy routine is very important for a Virgo Venus. 
Yeah, actually, I feel like for someone who's in in a relationship as a Virgo Venus, it could be cool to set up like, okay, every night, let's go over a peaks and picks or whatever that's called, what people do. (laughs) Peaks and pits of the day. Oh, oh you know, you're like, this is the best part of my day. This is the worst part of my oh, day. So yeah. they can like connect with their like partner and actually like reconnect because it's a routine, something that they can do like that, like a routine check in with their partner. Yeah. yeah. I think it could be helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another quote from Astrology of Cosmic Science. And this was interesting. I just wanted to bring it up because I know that mm-hmm. we have talked past lives on here and for those who have that lens view that uh isabel and hickey says that it is the signature of one who has been unloving and superficial in the past in past lifetimes so that was something interesting to Mm. think on like where you know i think of saturn as being much more of like lessons to learn but it's interesting you know from past lifetimes that you didn't learn but i think it's very interesting to look at venus from that lens and so a signature of one who has been unloving and superficial in past lifetimes and so it almost seems like okay well you have the ability to be super critical and super quote-unquote perfect so how are you going to then find love through that or I don't know I just thought it was Mm. I thought it was an interesting way to think on that yeah I feel like Virgo Venus can be seen as superficial on the outside but i but i think virgo is all about like getting to the core and and being pure from the core you know and being mm-hmm. i don't know just being as like honest and pure from the inside out you know you yeah. think about virgo being about the gut health like they're working on the unseen organs to be as healthy as possible as clean as possible from the inside out they also have a very clean look in a superficial sense too so i can yeah. see why but I, I don't know that i would agree it's just superficial Yeah. Yeah. And like the next part, like the quote after that says that they are like one who has not learned that when criticism comes to the door, love departs. And so I feel like just the Mm. wording of these things for all of this has been a little harsh. But when we get to the message underneath of it, it kind of comes to what we were saying before of you can have high standards, but are you being too critical? Is it, you know, is the fact that they eat their cereal like too loudly going to undo every other quality about them and it's this kind of and like maybe a virgo venus listening is saying yes feeling of love yes it is (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting like thinking about my virgo chiron and like is criticism the opposite of love just like posing that question and when you're critiquing somebody doesn't mean that you're not sitting in the place of love Mm. that's that's just what that makes me think of yeah I don't think that I don't think there's a black or white answer for that one but I do think it's interesting that when we think of love and what we all kind of tend to think of with love is or unconditional love and it seems here that Virgo Venus has a lot of conditions And so there's just that Mm. invitation to release some of that in order to see a person as their entirety, as opposed to the tiny things that make them up. And maybe if one thing could be improved, because Virgo has a beautiful ability to see how things can function at its best. And so, you know, I think that that idea, though, of the criticism that can come with the ability of seeing all the tiny details, if you can release a little bit of that and see something in its entirety, as opposed to all of its little moving parts, can then open up that, you know, that heart 
factor to the Venus placement, mm. you know? Yeah, this is a placement that I feel like it really depends on where the native is in their growth journey because they can be all the way on the side of the spectrum where they're nitpicking, they're critical, they're like, they only see the flaws. But then there's the other side of being such a devoted partner because Virgo is all about devotion and like that sacred act of love. I feel like it really depends on where you are on your journey to connecting to your Venus, like art. Have you been the person who has been very critical of others, who has been very critical of the self, being a perfectionist and projecting that onto other people? Or are you now in a place where your loving is such a devoted act that you, you know, you've like discovered the the more positive qualities of it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, all of this is growth. That's what, that's why we're all into astrology is like learning mm. about ourselves, learning about the people around us, learning about the world around us, how we can grow through it. And and what our placements are and what the tendencies are and how we can best embody them and how we maybe, you know, are letting those tendencies get the best of us. And, and I do mm. think that it, you know, wherever you are on your growth journey, on your soul journey, that it's definitely going to show up in different facets of, in this case, Virgo Venus are going to be more externalized or more focused on than others for sure. Mm. Well, to finish off with um, Isabel and Hickey, just what we said before, strong desire to serve. I think that that goes without saying for Virgo Venus. We know that that Virgo excels in that category mm -hmm. and that is that acts of service love language for sure. Yeah, there's no question there. And then we got our friend Alice, sparkly cat with a K. She said, Venus in Virgo is a Venus that exists in fall. It's a Venus that knows what you want to see it as. And it's also a Venus that feels absolutely cankerous at the thought of being seen at all. It's mm. annoyed by this knowing about what other people want. It wants to stop seeing itself through the eyes of other people. It struggles to understand and to admire itself through its very own gaze. Mm. This kind of plays on like the humility factor of Venus, yeah. of Virgo, like wanting to be unseen wanting to be hidden but uh, near the end there when it's like it's seeing itself through the eyes of others that feels much more like leo influence which you could be a leo with a virgo venus mm. yeah yeah the humility part is such a good point to bring in yeah i i also just really enjoy the word cankerous and at least <laughs> 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 yeah, but I feel like that gave every Virgo placement a visceral reaction. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think something maybe if your partner is a Virgo Venus and maybe you know, like I know for myself with my Virgo placement partner, like, how do I love this person? Like, how does he want to receive love? How do they want to receive love? Because it feels like the because it feels like they don't. It feels like they don't need to be to receive love, but it is through those little things. And maybe your version of giving love, like maybe their version of receiving love is something that you wouldn't have expected. It's just through uh, closing the door behind them, giving a kiss goodbye at the beginning of the day, like having, you know, having a seltzer open when they come home. These little tiny things, things like that, that mm. like that is how your Virgo Venus partner feels loved, even though for you, it, it's such a small thing that if that were the only thing they did for you, you would be like, oh, my gosh, they don't give a shit about me. But that feels a lot for them. Yeah, it's like a reminder that everybody really does give and receive love in a very individual way. And it's such an important thing to look at for your partner 
and and especially when they don't match up to take that time and energy to mm. try to give in a way in which they receive it because it's like speaking different languages if you're talking in one language and they're don't if they don't speak that language it doesn't matter how many nice things you're saying it's not being received and so that is that's such a good point about uh you know it could be the it most likely is the little things with that virgo venus and to then have that self-check of that little thing is going to make them feel loved and maybe you can think of that as being oh that's just a small detail but to them it's not just a small detail so when you forget something it's not just a small thing you forgot either Mm, yes yeah that's a great point yeah and then her next point she said was loving venus and virgo is about loving someone who can't pretend it's about loving very real responses it's about loving the sarcasm the pushback and the dilly-dallying that shows up before someone is able to fall into love Mm. venus and virgo expects that you will be there when they hesitate because it understands that everyone has defenses when it comes to love that none of us are healed insane people and that we shouldn't expect to be treated as such. Loving Venus in Virgo is about loving the authenticity of hesitancy. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. Well done, Alice Barkley Cat. I feel like every everything in that point that that also brought up a point that like we haven't talked about my sister-in-law has her Venus in Virgo and I will say having my family and friends fill out this Venus questionnaire was literally the funniest thing ever because she was like what is my love language and I was like probably making fun of your partner like you make so much fun of him and and that like that sense of humor that almost like it is a defense mechanism and it is almost like a closed offness when you're looking at it from the outside. But to that Venus in Virgo, that's the way that they're like opening up with their partners. I'm making fun. I'm being sarcastic, dilly dallying. I love that. And then once you kind of push past that, then they really open up and they do soften. But there is that little like introductory period when you're in this partnership with a Venus and Virgo person of, okay, can you take the criticism in the form of a joke? All right, then we're good. (laughs) Then we're good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm also thinking about how like two of my like famous, famous, favorite, favorite, famous, I don't know, like comedian type of TV people are John Mulaney and mm-hmm. um, Jimmy Fallon. And they're both Virgos. And I feel like <laughs> the the reason why their humor speaks so just so well to me is because it's like accurate humor. You know, it's not the fact that we're overly cursing or even making puns. It's that we're just talking about something really accurately and and the little things that we all experience, like the little bits of storytelling Mm -hmm. or the, you know, it's the accuracy. And that just makes me think of that poking fun of. I don't know, just the little things. It can be, I think Virgo gets such a a serious reputation, yet I know like there's some really funny Virgo energy out there too, because they have that ability to be like, oh, you mean like putting down the toilet seat? And everyone's like, oh my God, it's so true, putting down the toilet seat, you know, whatever it is. (laughs) Yes, yeah, they like pick up on the little things that we don't even think about. And then when they say it out loud, you're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize that was like a human experience we all share. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you watch like a stand up comic or any comedian, what makes it so funny is that everyone can relate in the room, but mm. didn't think about it. And they see all the little things in the day. So, yeah, I never even thought about that as like, a good comedian for a Vena- Venus Virgo. Yeah. Humor does come up in the questionnaire. Humor came up quite a few times. So it, Ooh, it's definitely a theme. 
Yeah. Alice mm-hmm. Sparkly Cat's last note was Venus in Virgo sometimes forgets pleasure. This is a the hermit's Venus. It's a Venus that can stay in its hole where it attempts to find reprieve from the other's gaze so immaculately that it forgets the pleasure of being. It forgets to unfurl itself out and to lay in the sun. It forgets that being looked at can sometimes feel good. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, sometimes. But I think if you have a lot of Virgo placements, that's maybe that's just not your role in this lifetime is Mm -hmm. to always be looked at. Not not saying like, oh, if you have a lot of Virgo placements, like nobody should be looking at you and you should be invisible. But like, it doesn't have to feel good to be looked at. Yeah, And I think a lot of Virgo placements. Yeah, I feel a lot of Virgo placements can feel like bad about themselves because they like don't want attention or, you know, whatever they feel like. I don't know, like they're hiding, but like hiding. And Hermit, Hermit is a valuable role in this world, too. Yeah, I think it depends on if that's what you want or not. Like if, you know, if you, if you do want to be recognized, but have this Virgo Venus tendency of hiding away, then that's something to know and recognize and work towards allowing yourself to sit in your greatness because you have so much of it. But also Mm. I love that reframe too of not everybody wants that. I mean, like we always say, the three of us have Leo placements. Of course we're gonna want some sort of like, hey, <laughs> I'm Are you all looking great. at us. <laughs> and yet but... we don't have video. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. One day. <laughs> One day. But you know, I do I like that idea of that doesn't have to be everybody's role and that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, the last I pulled a little info from uh, my my bestie, Stephen Forrest. Uh, <laughs> and we'll see. This Venus sign appeals by informing you how much lo- better life could be if you were together. They show how much attention they pay to details, how willing they are to make improvements. These people generally both have and appreciate mercurial wit, critical abilities and discrimination. They are drawn to people who are devoted to their work, who have a gift for fine craftsmanship and who are very serious about personal growth. And yeah, that like self-betterment. And wow. Yeah. Why didn't we talk about that yet? Like they would definitely spend their money on like that hand carved wooden bowl at the market. Yes, exactly. Like noticing fine craftsmanship. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's so true. I really love that the mercurial wit being brought Mm -hmm. up because I think we always place that on Gemini energy and Virgo Mm -hmm. is the other mercury ruled sign. And I love that, you know, because Venus is dealing with, you know, it is going to, romance is going to come into play here and having like that banter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Virgo Venus would have, like, I feel like, you know, and other Virgo placements, especially Virgo Mercury, but I definitely feel like they would appreciate the intelligent wit. That's where that humor comes from because you're Mm -hmm. able to on the fly have enough in your memory bank, whatever, in your repertoire to be able to zing back with something silly and intelligently done. That would be such a great Virgo. I don't know. Yeah. Virgo Venus. Yeah. I feel like an ick for this Virgo Venus would be like slapstick humor, stupid humor, or secondhand embarrassment humor. Oh, God. No, thanks. Secondhand embarrassment is like the worst thing in my life. God, I hate it. I love watching (laughs) that. I hate it. I'm like, I don't know what part of me that is, but 
or where the i mean i don't know can't do it i agree i feel like that venus would would not be down for it yeah well our questionnaire yeah so let's get to the questionnaire info if you haven't uh listened to the venus and leo episode we changed things up for this venus season we're not doing an interview anymore we have pulled information from a questionnaire that we created so if you want to contribute to the questionnaire put your venus input in there um you can do so just find the link on our instagram so the first question that we ask is what do you value most in relationships and the top three answers here with the top answer being reliability which very on point and then we have loyalty and emotional bonds I feel like emotional bonds was a surprising winner there, but it makes sense because we had talked about like that defense mechanism. And like, once you get past that defense mechanism, Mm. that's a bond. Mm. And loyalty also makes sense to me because it kind of blends in with reliability. Or like devotion, like commitment. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's a better word. Yeah. 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 Like I know you'll be there. Loyalty is very interesting because we always put loyalty. I think we often put loyalty on Leo, Scorpio, Taurus. Mm-hmm. Like those are yeah. the loyal signs that we always go to. But I love, uh, you know, I love Virgo coming from loyalty from that devotional point of view. Like if you are somebody that I love, of course, I'm devoting myself to you. And that yeah. is such a, you know, a synonym in a way of loyalty that I never really explored before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also wanted to bring up the least ticked answer, which was courage. I thought that was really interesting. Ooh, that that is like the least valued in the relationships. It's interesting because <laughs> I do feel like that kind of relates to what Alice Sparkly Cat was saying, like with the unfurling and the like mm-hmm. not wanting to be seen. It's like you don't really need a lot of courage when you're not. Yeah, we don't need bold moves. Or... I need yeah. to know where you're going to be Monday through Sunday. Like I yeah. don't, I don't need you to change things up. Like spontaneity is down there too. Not interested. That is so funny. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. That makes sense. It makes sense. We don't need your courage. I need you to be here on time. (laughs) I need you to be reliable. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So love languages, of course. Acts I I put these two together because they seemed um they seemed like similar acts of service or any acts of thoughtfulness. It was Mm -hmm. mostly like anything they do that that had thought put into it. Mm. That is obviously on point. On point. Yes. Yeah. Finances, how responsible versus impulsive. We did average at three. So, you know, just averaging at total middle ground. But I will say out of 100%, only 6% went with five, which is least responsible. And 24% went with very responsible with number one. So even though we did average at three at the end, there was a lot of people who said they were pretty responsible with finances versus the people who said they were very impulsive. Yeah. Yeah. And like we didn't mention at the beginning of this one, but your, uh, your Venus can be one of there's five options. Five. <laughs> if you yeah. if you are a Virgo Venus, there's five sun sun. Oh my god, sun sunshine options. <laughs> I keep trying to say sunshine. I don't know what's going on with me right now. Uh, sun sign options. So that's just another obviously going to play a part in all of these. Is that 
this isn't like a mm-hmm. Virgo with a Virgo Venus answering this. I would think a Virgo with a Virgo Venus would definitely lead towards that really yeah. responsible. And then maybe a more fiery leaning towards the less responsible. Leo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So where they're most likely to splurge their money, where they're going to treat themselves. The winner we had here was like trinkets, small things that better my mood, any sort of little toys, and then also clothing. Which, which I, I, yeah, I like that because they want to look crisp. Yes. Yeah. Crisp. Yes. Crisp like is a green apple of, of outfits. Yeah. They passed <laughs> their iron over there. I was going to say their shirt, their clothing is ironed and it's looking good. Ironed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's the details. It's the small things that matter. You know, like this really nice shirt is going to last longer. It makes sense for me to put my money into mm-hmm. it and I'm going to take care of it so that it lasts longer. Like to a Virgo Venus, that's just common sense. Yeah. But it was funny that Trinkets is there because we were talking about Venus and Virgo being a minimalist. But Trinkets yeah. is usually like, you know, that's that's not quite minimalist. But there were so many specifications because this is the right answer that you write in any anything. And so many of them, even the Trinket answers were like little things that will make me feel better. And it's like, so mm. for that Virgo Venus, I could see like a deity statue. You know, or like a little necklace that's going to remind you to like, you know, just little reminders in things. Not so much just like, oh, here's my Russian doll collection. Although maybe, I don't know. Maybe. But like, (laughs) it makes sense with this being an earthy Venus, there's going to be things Mm -hmm. that are associated with it, you know, like it's the tangible material. And so it's, and I love, I love that it's trinkets because that doesn't have to mean like my brand new stereo system. It means like this souvenir Mm -hmm. that, you know, my mom brought me back from whatever, and it makes me think of my mom and they thought of me and they know that I love dolphins. And so I, you know, like that, that little like tangible item that brings a memory or makes you feel loved and has special significance i can i can totally see that and i wouldn't have thought that but it makes so much sense to me now i love that yeah 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 so on to what are your core values this we had a whopping major answer all along the theme of empathy compassion and kindness the word kindness kept creeping up in like a bunch of different Mm -hmm. answers and i feel like that is so accurate for the humility of virgo yeah yeah So we had that that empathy, compassion, kindness, and then also stability, reliability, honesty was up there a lot too. Classic. Coming in clutch with the typical Virgo Venus vibe. (laughs) Yeah, it does. So then the question for what gets your creative juices flowing? Our top answers was crafts, any sort of crafts. We had like crocheting, punch needling, drawing, all of that kind of stuff. And then second up was gardening and nature, which is so on brand for, for a Virgo. Nurse. Yeah. Yeah. Get that in is, touch like, with I love the craftiness. Yeah. I love that because crafts also don't have to be like artistic, quote unquote, artistic, you know, masterpieces. Like those mm. examples that you gave, it's like, I'm following a pattern. Yes. I'm crafting something. You know, like the crocheting, you know, I'm the crazy crocheter over here. Like it is repeated 
It's such a Virgo thing. Like it's mm, repeating so the same thing, following a plan, but also in in like a, a different media that gives you the creativity factor. That is, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And a few people wrote uh, seeing other creative people or being around other creative people. And that I felt like, you know, being inspired by other people's inspiration. That was kind of interesting to me. I love that. Yeah, yeah. inspiration. Yeah. Learning. And then just side note to whoever wrote what gets your creative juices flowing and they said not Google questionnaires. If you have suggestions, why don't you give them to me? <laughs> yeah, this sounds. <laughs> They're like, this questionnaire is not good enough. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. What are they most likely to overindulge in? I thought this was fascinating. We had the umbrella topic of food, but specifically candies. I got sour gummy bears, just candy, fresh chocolate chip cookies, chocolate. It was like, if I'm going to overindulge, it's going to be in the very sweet stuff. Wow. Are they sweet tooths? Are you Virgo? Virgo Why can we not say Virgo Venus? It's because oh they both gosh. start with V's. <laughs> Don't come for us. Are they sweeties? Like, let us know. Are you guys sweet toothies? Yeah. Apparently. Sweet toothies? <laughs> oh my God. That's so interesting. I was just thinking of a friend. I'm like, wait, what is their Venus? But their Venus is not Virgo, but their ascendant is Virgo. So I'm like, okay, mm. something about the candies. That is so yeah. random to me. Because <laughs> this question is like, what's your vice? Like, what is your overindulgence that, you know, maybe you should check yourself on? And so, of course, the, you know, the Virgos would have like one Skittle and they'd be like, oh, my God, I overindulged this month. So maybe that's a little bit. Of it. But very specific. Uh, Sour gummy bears. Yeah. Yeah. I've never Candy. had that yeah mm. next up the last writing question we have is what is your style slash aesthetic whopping winner here is casual chill and to me when i think Practical. of a venus and virgo i think like linens in a farmer's market me too that's, that's the instant person i see but they didn't say that's what you guys said life. for leo venus hmm? <laughs> yeah that's exactly what you said for leo venus i remember i was for like me? really linens at a <laughs> I don't know who said it, but it was exactly that. No, for Leo. okay. I take that back if I said that. I see Leo wearing multicolored clothes, like walking in public. Everyone's staring at them. But I do see Virgo it's Venus different. in linen. It's different. I can see a Leo Venus wearing the, the linens, but they're not crisp and they are colorful and they're not naturally dyed. Virgo Venus, those are naturally okay. dyed crisp linens. Crisp and okay. they made sure to Chris iron linens. before they put it on because you know that linen gets crinkly oh my god it so does so i never crinkly. wear linen i, I feel like i feel like virgo venus is like the the placement that just miraculously just doesn't sweat <laughs> or we'd never know well because well, they have no toxins in their body <laughs> that's funny because my yep. virgo rising partner does not wear deodorant and does never smell bad and oh, does never smell so, bad so in- <laughs> they're preventative <laughs> One person yeah, wrote in so that their style is at home, very structured and, or no, at work, very structured and at home, very chaotic, which was like, that's so compartmentalized. Well done. Yeah. Well done. yeah. <laughs> that also seems accurate to me. And then at the end, there's just yeah, like, is sure. there anything more that you would have liked us to note when it comes to your Venus placement? Um, and some obviously like perfectionists, very obsessed with cleaning. Um, can be quite picky came up 
And then I love this, the desire, well, I don't love this, but the desire to please much to my detriment. But thankfully, I've been working on this for some time. Someone put, I find my home truly beautiful when it's neat and organized and everything has its own beautiful place to live. I find myself the most glowing when I'm coiffed and my hair is done and I have on an amazing clean and steamed outfit. Steaming. There you go. That is the hack. Yes. Don't iron steam. Yes. (laughs) there you go i love that yeah and then it's so on brand as for romances someone put in i can do casual flings but much rather settle down with someone i've always dreamt of having a husband one day and having a partner overall who meets every single one of my little detailed needs (laughs) i want that because that's how i treat my partners and relationships putting in 110 percent. so that devotion oh it is devotion yeah yeah. Meeting all of my needs. Like what, what like a, and, and this is kind of goes back to that, you know, it being considered in fall, but I feel like that's just in a conventional mm. like way of love because we think of, you know, just meeting my needs as not being romantic. We don't, that's not something that comes up when we talk about romance, yeah. but that's like real life, everyday life, yeah. everyday life needs. That's, that is such a loving thing that I feel like it's overlooked like that's a lot of yeah. Venus energy yeah yeah romance is not equivalent to commitment that's why romance is fifth house or Leo you know it's that fun spontaneous exciting new phase but that commitment that like level of devotion to one another that you get from a long-term partnership that's that's long-term love yeah the little things really count little things really matter yeah yeah oh, cute littlest things by Lily Allen if you know you know <laughs> well this has been lovely happy virgo season everyone this has been good happy virgo season well i've enjoyed talking about this would love to hear feedback from anybody if you've got a virgo venus in your life if you are a virgo venus thank you for everybody who yeah. you know participated in our questionnaire if you got and that sweet tooth. reminder that it and it is open and available for everybody else or all the other venus signs to take so please check that out and martha why did we talk about virgo venus today because the stars made it because the stars made us do it (laughs) because the stars made us do it (laughs) sorry